line of communication aimed at making it easier to get home after overseas missions. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. NBAA's Flight Plan is brought to you by JetQuest. Citation-focused, client-driven. That's jet-quest.com. JetQuest. I'm Pete Combs with your trusted source for business aviation news. When I talked with NBAA President and CEO Ed Bolin recently about the issues business aviation faces in 2016, we, of course, centered on the Capitol Hill fight over plans to privatize air traffic control and pay for it through a system of user fees, something to which NBAA is strongly opposed. But we also talked about other issues and opportunities we face in the coming year. One such opportunity is the formation of a closer relationship with customs and border protection. Recognizing that more and more of our members are doing international travel, we hope to continue an effort we have begun with regular meetings with the customs and border protection to try to make it easier for companies that are flying outside of the United States to come back and clear customs. I think that represents a tremendous opportunity for us. Sarah Wolf, NBAA's Senior Manager for Security and Facilitation, says this is the beginning of a relationship she thinks will be remarkably useful to business aircraft operators and to government officials like Eric Rodriguez. He's the Program Manager for General Aviation at CBP. The dialogue that has been going on between CBP and NBAA has opened up new lines of communication with Eric Rodriguez and then ultimately CBP as a whole. Having more access to Eric at our IOC and S&D events, working with the GA working group that CBP has put together to try and focus on specific GA and business aviation products to help the members have a more seamless inbound, outbound experience when they're dealing with customs. These meetings will take place throughout the year, and Sarah says for both NBAA members and for CBP agents, this is a chance to obtain some news you can use. They are very interested in learning what types of things on aircraft specifically are able to be opened. If they're clearing you in, what can they look at? What should they be looking for? Also educating our members on why they might want all of the passengers to come off of the airplane while the customs officer is doing a search. So this dialogue that we're having with CBP will hopefully help educate CBP as well. As you heard Sarah mention a moment ago, Rodriguez will speak at the Schedulers and Dispatchers Conference in Tampa this month. He'll also talk with members at the International Operators Conference, which takes place in San Diego in March. You'll find information on both events at our website, nbaa.org events. I'll have more business aviation use for you in just a moment. But first, please, this message. Operate an airplane that weighs less than 12,500 pounds? Do you fly a helicopter? If the answer to either of those questions is yes, then take advantage of the small aircraft exemption that MBAA has obtained on behalf of its members. It gives light aircraft operators the full range of economic and operational options extended to large aircraft. And that includes the ability to enter into a time-sharing or joint ownership agreement or carry business passengers or property and charge for the flight. Learn more at mbaa.org slash exemption. Welcome back to NBAA's Flight Plan. I'm Pete Combs. News from the European Aviation Safety Agency, EASA 
regarding what's called third country operator authorization. The EU will not require changes to flight data recorders installed on an aircraft that is certificated as airworthy before November 26th of this year. That does not apply to aircraft that are not equipped with flight data recorders. The issue here is the way FDR requirements are imposed. In the U.S., FAA flight data recorder regulations are based on passenger seating configuration, while according to the ICAO standard, they're based on maximum takeoff weight. Because of the difference, a lot of U.S.-based aircraft were compliant with FAA regulations, but not with the ICAO standard. EASA is now looking at the situation from a European point of view to assess the issue in technical and financial terms. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. I'm Pete Combs. Thanks for listening to Flight Plan.